0: What is going on, my podcast peeps? Welcome to the Breath of Fresh God. So if you haven't listened to my last episode, it was about why I decided to start a podcast, a Christian podcast to be specific, and my passion for it and why I decided to start it, all that good news. So uh, if if you would like to go back and check that out, that's great. If not, well, you get to listen to this great episode. So I'm going to start a series that is called Trials, and they're trials that I went through that were were pretty hard on my family and hard on my faith, and I'm going to tell you how I got through it and how God got us through it and blessed us through those trials. So let's go ahead and dive in. This trial happened not too long ago on one of the worst days in U.S. history, which was September 11th. 2019 now all days why would it have to be September 11th you know 9 11 happened one of the worst days possible anyway so I come home from work one day and I want chicken wings well, that's all I want is the chicken wings so I tell my wife hey we should go to the store and get some chicken wings why she says and I say because I want some chicken wings I don't know why I don't know. I just want chicken wings or some buffalo sauce, man. I I just want to get nitty gritty with them. And she said, "Well, we, I can make homemade pizza. I can I can make something else." And I was like, "I was so stubborn and just wanted chicken wings." So we argued for a little bit over the chicken wings thing. So we got we got dressed. We got in the car, started driving down the road, and we pull up to the red light down the street from us, which is probably like two minutes away top. Not, not. I don't even think two minutes, probably a minute away. And the light turns green. I proceed to go. And next thing you know, this car comes out of nowhere, runs the red light and smashes right into us. I was in shock. I could not believe this just happened. I'm freaking out. I look over at my wife. She's okay. She's pregnant, but she's okay. Freight starts screaming. Not screaming, sorry. That's dramatic. But it starts crying. And I, the first instinct was to look at her and then look back at my son, who's only two. The damn hit is hard enough to where, you know, it, I don't know, like the car barrel rolled or rolled over or nothing like that. It caved in my side and the tire, bent the frame everything it was just one of the worst things that could have happened at the time but i'm gonna i'm gonna take you back in the past on how this all happened because it's a great story so we originally are from colorado and we had a lot of trials and tribulations there that we'll talk about later in the series but we decided to move to bowling green kentucky but we were originally going to live in tennessee So I had a job in Tennessee, Gallatin, Tennessee, and I was landscaping there and I was going to be, we were going to transition there because my wife's parents live in uh, Tennessee. So we're going to live there, move closer to them, all that good stuff. So we had to make the drive out to Bowling Green from Colorado. So my instinct was to, I'm going to drive there. okay. I'm going to drive there. You stay behind just in case if it all doesn't work out, I could take care of myself and find a way back to Colorado, right? So I drive a PT Cruiser. It's 2009 PT Cruiser. It is red. My wife's grandpa gave it. Uh, well, he passed away, so we inherited it. I hate PT Cruisers. I absolutely hate them. I don't like them. They're weird. But it was my wife's grandpa's car. She loved it. It's all for her now. The car's name is Scarlet. Can you believe that? So, I I have a beard. I'm a manly man, and I'm driving a PT Cruiser named Scarlet. <laughs> so, long story short. So I I'm, I drive all the way out to Bowling Green. It is a 16-hour drive. I had to be in in Gallatin, Tennessee, on that Saturday at 10 o'clock that morning. So I left Friday night. And had to meet my new boss Saturday so I I I do that I drive all the way out here get to my new apartment do all that meet him yada 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 okay drive and then my drive was an hour back and forth so this PT Cruiser was doing us justice all the way back and forth so now fast forward back to this story okay well no sorry (laughs) back to the PT Cruiser story so then I was driving back and forth, right? So I was like, I'm tired of this. I got to get a new job. So I got a job here in Bowling Green with a company named Weedman. I'm a lawn care technician. In that name, Weedman, super cool, guys. Weedman. And it's funny because I'm from Colorado and weed's legal there. So it's extra funny that I work at Weedman. But anyway, so now my drive is only 20 minutes. Okay. So, oh, thank you, God. You know, this is a huge blessing. It's more money and it's 20 minutes from the house and my wife's pregnant so i could be home and take care of her and actually be there for her when she needs me instead of driving an hour getting off at six getting home at seven not much family time right so we're like okay god's moving us through we got a better job we got more money i'm i'm home more often i can see you right so now the whole thing came up right the chicken wings the the driving two minutes right so in that car, we're in our 2002 Nissan Pathfinder, which is an awesome car, by the way. But anyways, so the lady hits us blind, sides us right, runs a red light. I check on my wife. I check on my son. Everything happened so fast. The cops come. They were right down the road, and they saw everything that happened. So it was great, right? They saw. The lady couldn't run. I didn't know, though, that Kentucky is a no-fault state. Who makes that a no-fault state? You know what I'm saying? That's a weird law. So the lady doesn't exchange us insurance because she doesn't have to because it's a no-fault state, and and, um, there's no one to blame, but clearly the officers knew that she was the one to blame. We had two witnesses behind us, so that was a blessing, right? So now I'm like, we only have one car left. What are we going to do? I got to take the car to work, but what if my wife goes in labor? Yeah, granted, I'm 20 minutes away, but a lot can happen between that time and 20 minutes, right? So in my mind, oh, it's okay. They're going to replace the car. They're going <laughs> to, we're going to get a new car. We're going to get all this, 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 this. Well, it didn't happen that way as like I planned, and so now I'm really freaking out. So three days later, I'm driving in the 2009 PT Cruiser. I get off work early. It was a great day. We were just aerating, so I usually got off around 1 or 2 30. That was max my day. Okay, so I'm driving down the highway. I rarely speed, I'm not even speeding. Okay, I'm doing 70 miles an hour, like it says, doing everything fine, singing to myself, everything's okay. And now, next thing you know, the car shuts down. Car shuts down, I pull over to the side of the road, hmm, everything's lighting up. I look, I get out of the car, I look under it, well, there's no oil leaking, so I didn't blow the engine, transmission fluid isn't leaking, what am I going to do now? Because I failed to mention that our Pathfinder was totaled and they took that away. There was no way to repair it. And now our second car goes down. I didn't know what I was going to do, guys. I was frustrated. I was mad. I screamed in the car so hard that I couldn't talk the rest of the night I was so upset. But that didn't stop me. So I kept looking. I kept trying to figure it out, I'd try to start it. I'm like, what is wrong with it? Why isn't it going? So my wife calls the tow company and I'm sitting there like, okay, if I can just get this to a mechanic, I can fix it, right? I could just get it fixed. It has to be an easy fix. It had a little code and it just said like something with the computer was wrong. So maybe they can hook up their little do-dad to it and code it out and then fix it, right? Well, no, it's not that easy. So, cop comes over, nicest cop I've ever met, talks to me this whole time, he's like, it's gonna be all right, buddy, Everything's gonna be fine, don't worry about it, this stuff happens all the time, you can't prevent it, so don't get mad. And he was absolutely right, but at the time, I was being selfish and mad, and I didn't know what was gonna happen because I just got a new job, my wife is pregnant, we have no transportation, and we're in a new state that we barely even know. So, I just prayed, and I took his advice. My God, whatever you're doing, I need your help. So the tow guy comes, hooks up the PT Cruiser, he gives me a ride to Midas. Now, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Midas or anything like that, but On the Yelp, they had five-star reviews. They were great. And then the tow company that was only... I mean, uh, the mechanic shop that was only five minutes away from where I broke down just closed after being 40 years in business. How does that happen, right? I'm absolutely having the worst day or the worst week of my life at this particular moment. So... We get to Midas. I go in there. Are you the guy that they, uh, that, uh, there's a girl that called. Are you her husband that, uh, broke down with the PT Cruiser? Say Yes, I am. Everything seems to be okay. I explained to them what happened and they're like, Okay, we'll get it back here, hook it up to the computer. That's going to be $100 to do a diagnostic. Okay, whatever, whatever it takes. I, I just need the car fixed. That's my only car. I shouldn't have said that because. Some mechanics can be a little crooked, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it because they did that exact thing. So I'm waiting there for two hours. They close in an hour. I go up to the guy, is everything all right? I haven't heard anything. No, 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 no. Nothing's all right. It's actually worse than you thought. Okay, great. What's the problem? And he starts naming off things that I really don't need for my car. Well, you see, when a time, well, what happened was the timing chain broke, which I know is expensive to fix. But I know dang well that it doesn't cost the amount he gave me. So I'll get to that in a second. But he said, well, your timing chain broke. And this is what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to take this out. You're going to need an oil change. Why do I need an oil change? I just got one. I have the receipt for it. Well, when a timing chain breaks and messes up. Little did he know that we did our research, okay? That engine was specifically built for when a timing chain breaks, it doesn't mess up the whole system. It's just the timing chain breaks. It doesn't mess up anything else. I forgot the correct term for the engine, but the, um, the guy was like, well, you need an oil change, which is $30. Then you need to do your brakes. I'm like, how does the timing chain mess up my brakes, guy? And he says, he well, like I said, I'm I'm not stupid, okay? And I don't appreciate you lying to me. I mean, I'm in a desperate time. And I know you're trying to take advantage. No, 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 no. He was. I need a new water pump. I already knew that because with a timing chain, it's a whole unit that comes together. I need a new timing chain. I need a new water pump. I need a new coolant, I needed coolant flushes to try, anyway, they all came out to $2,600, and I'm like, can you just fix the timing chain, nope, so $2,600, doesn't when you have $2,600, oh, well, I guess I might as well just take it to the impound lot and go put a down payment on a new car, because that's pretty much a brand new car that I could get for 2600 bucks. So I said, I need to talk to my wife about it. So I had to call an Uber. I had to get a ride home. And now I'm very shocked and frustrated, and I come home, my wife and I are crying together. What we thought was a blessing of how easy it was to move out here and how simple everything was going, I thought this was a blessing, and it still is a blessing, because the best part's about to come up, right? I drove that car all the way out here, and it got me here. Timing chains on PT Cruises break around 125,000 miles and 130,000 miles. That chain could have broke when I came out here, or when I was out here by myself, driving back and forth an hour to Prairie Farms. And Gallatin, Tennessee. It could have broke at any minute. Now the fact that it didn't break during those times was a blessing. It got me out here. It got us the position that we needed to be okay. Now the situation is not okay, right? But it is okay. So then we get the I get like the Uber dropped me off for crying and stuff. But what are we gonna do? You know, we were kind of frustrated at God. And then we call Hannah's parents. Like, hey, this is what happened. My wife couldn't go to her friends for the weekend that she was looking forward to because we had no cars. We had nothing. Thank God for her parents because they they let us use their van that they haven't been using. They went and got plates on it and everything. So God was like, here you go. He blessed us. With their van that is so old school. And has like 215,000 miles on it. And it's like, man, oh well. So, thankfully, they brought the van up. I still have a way to work, but my only problem is, is how is my wife going to get to where she needs to go? Her doctor's appointment is an hour away in Owensboro, Kentucky, because the doctors here didn't cover her for some weird reason. Like something weird happened at the office, right? So now... I'm still pondering and thinking, what am I going to do? I'm hoping the insurance company or the lady that hit us insurance is going to give us a rental car. Nope, they don't do that. We didn't have that package and the lady didn't have full coverage either. So what happened then was we that we were afraid that they weren't going to total it fully and we were worried that they weren't going to pay off our loan. We still had two grand on it, which is not too much, but when your both cars go down, it's it's quite expensive. So that car comes, and not to fail to mention, we just paid rent. So we're like, okay, well, what 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 can you do? And they told us options. You know, well, we we still have to get a report from her insurance company. So two weeks of this goes on and I'm driving this van back and forth. We found a shop like a week later to fix our PT Cruiser. Towed it over there. We called around. Each place was like, "Oh, we'll do it for 1600 bucks. Oh, we'll do it for 1000. Oh, we'll do it for 1500 bucks." Then we found this awesome mechanic. He said he'd do it for 950. No like no trying to swindle us, nothing. I'll do it for 950. So we take it there. Used our savings nine fifty, fixed it, it runs great, we're driving it to this day still. Now, still we have this situation. About our other car. Well, we're still we're technically in debt. How are we gonna get this other car paid for? What are we gonna do? And all that worrying for nothing, I couldn't see the blessings that were happening. We had a van that was given to us to use till we don't need it anymore by her parents if we were in another state that would have never happened and God knew that and God gave us that van to use to get us to where we needed to go God found us the right mechanic to fix the car when we needed to it's amazing what he did for us in that short amount of time that seemed like it was going to totally crush us right? I didn't see it. I was blind to it. My wife and I, we were just so upset at God, which we shouldn't have been, but I mean, in times like that, you you get pretty upset. So, finally, the insurance calls, and they're like, we're going to pay off the loan, and we're going to give, like the amount we were supposed to give was 1000 but... I forgot what they said. I'm so sorry, guys. But anyway, we ended up with $185 only. The good news was the loan was paid off, and we didn't have to worry about the car anymore. So now that debt's gone, but we still got to figure out what we're going to do because we can't keep the van forever. So we have the PT Cruiser and this Toyota Sequoia van. Now, we're still driving to this day because it happened not too long ago, two months ago. And I just was so thankful that we had these two cars. And it really opened my eyes because that Pathfinder had 200, I think it was 220,000 miles on it, I believe. And that car drove all the way out here from Colorado to Kentucky, with no problems. We had no problems when we bought that car anyway. And why did God decide to take it away right now? In that moment, was it going to break down on us fully already? Was it going to just cost us a lot of money if it did break down? Was it going to be the end of it if it broke down? There's so many things I was thinking about. Maybe that was going to happen. There is no like, explanation for it because I took care of that car. That accident happened for a reason. Now, with that being said, we got special privileges from the insurance company. Her insurance company that was going to pay for all our medical needs up to $80,000, I think. I think that's what it is, 10,000, 80,000. I'll have to check that out again. I don't have the reports in front of me, um, but that's what it was. So we get to go to the chiropractor pretty much for free and get readjusted and all that. And that was great. I mean, it was great. I was out of alignment, my back was hurting, my wife's back, she has scoliosis. So it's like a blessing in disguise, you took away a car payment that we could barely pay, even though it seemed like it was terrible. We don't have to pay on the van because her parents got it for $500 and they don't use it, so we can use it as long as we need to, to save money or find a new car. So it was a blessing in disguise, you see what I'm saying? He used an accident that didn't hurt us bad. But in the long run, if that car was to break down out of nowhere, it would have hurt us more. So I just thought it was cool that God did that. Now, I don't know why m b t broke down. But the same thing, it could have broke down on me driving out here, and that would have been even worse. Because I would have had no job. I couldn't get my old job back. And then we would have nothing so God made sure that car made it all the way out to Kentucky, and He made sure that it drove back and forth all the way from uh, Bowling Green to Gallatin every single day for three months till I got this new job, and then it decided to break. It was going to break in any time because it was around the range. It's had a hundred, has a hundred twenty-four thousand in the. And the uh, website for PT Cruisers, the manufacturer, says the timing chain will break around 125 to 130,000 miles. So it's destined to break at any time. But the fact that it broke when in, in this good timing, all this was good timing. And I think what we need to understand is God's timing is always perfect, even when we can't see it. So to continue the story, this happened just recently, I think uh, two weeks ago. We found out about, no, a week ago we found out about it. I'm I'm uh, currently spraying right now, spraying weeds. And uh, my wife gives me a call. And she says, so I just talked to State Farm Insurance, which is the ladies' insurance company. And they want to give us a settlement. And I'm like, a settlement for what? Like, more medical bills or something? Like, they'll cover more medical? She's like, no, actual money. And I'm like, what? More money? Hmm. Okay. They she said, they'll give 800 for Griffin, 1800 for me. And I was like, oh, my goodness. That's a, that's a lot of money. To me, that's a lot of money, you guys. I don't make very much money. I make enough to put food on the table and pay my bills and I'm happy with that. So eighteen hundred for my wife and eight hundred for my son. That's twenty six hundred dollars. And then I said, are they not gonna give me anything? You know, and that was a selfish answer, you know. And then she said, no they will, I just they just can't discuss it with me for some reason. So I was like, okay. So I called this dude and his name was Shay, right? So I called Shay and I was like, hey, my wife told me to call you. And they decided to give me $1,400. Now that is amazing, you guys. That's around four grand already. That's about four grand. I, I'm not good at math. But I just can't believe that we came from freaking out to both cars breaking, right? A car accident, cars breaking down, to having our car paid off, having two cars again, our car getting fixed right, or not for 9.50, and then getting a settlement. So, in life, when you have those trials, those tribulations, or what, when life just hits you right in the stomach and knocks all your air out, don't be so quick to blame God. Don't be so quick to freak out. Just look at the situation and think, why is this happening? And trust God in every situation. Because all this could have been bad, but God used it as a blessing. And and I'm not, there's no way it could have been a coincidence. Because I made it out here from Colorado. It could have broke any time. But God made those cars go away in the right time. If you lose your job for some random reason, God's going to bless you with a new job that's going to bless you more than that other job did. If you're if, if something bad happens to you, always look to God because he's going to make it good all the time. God is good all the time, you guys. And this whole situation was a huge, huge blessing in disguise because I didn't know what I was going to do with the Pathfinder if it broke. I'd have to get a new car I still do have to I still have to get another car, but the fact that our parents are letting us use the van with no payment is so much help for us to save money to get that new car and Now the fact that we got four thousand dollars as a settlement to cover our butts from all this stuff that happened, that's a God thing, you guys. That was a huge blessing. So always, always, always don't do this alone. Always have God on your side and don't blame him. And I know we're human and we blame him, but don't blame him, you guys. Just be humble And just be thankful you're alive. I didn't even think God that I was alive in that accident until two days later. I'm not perfect. I get it. I have human emotions. I have human traits, you know. But the first thing I could have done when we got in that accident is, you know what, thank you, God, we're still alive. Thank you for protecting my family. All I could think about is, what am I going to do about the car? The car's not important. My family was. And during that time, it brought our family together more tight. We were thankful to be alive together. And I think God also used that because my wife and I were separated for a month and and she was in Colorado. I was out here trying to make ends meet for her to move out here. So everything came together at the exact time. And I'm going to close with that in your trials and in your tribulation periods. Don't be so quick to blame God and don't think that the pain is going to last forever because the blessing is knocking right at the door. Just pray and have that faith that everything's going to be okay because it will be okay. It just took me a minute to see it. So I just want to thank God for everything that He's done. And whatever you guys are going through, you're going to get through it. And I encourage you to keep praying and keep fighting and keep getting your strength from God. He loves you, and I love you guys. And I hope this message inspired you and encouraged you, and I hope you guys have a great day. And always, and always, always, always be your best and keep pushing forward. Thank you for listening to the Breath of Fred Scott check me out. I'm going to be putting out another video here shortly. So thank you guys for listening. You're a huge blessing in my life. And thank you so much, guys. Talk to you later.